Hey Spartans, welcome back. This is the Spartacus at the Machine podcast. I am your host as always, Spartacus. Um, no, you haven't completely lost track of time. This is not Sunday. Uh, it's only Tuesday, but uh, I've got a couple of things I want to talk about. And uh, then I've got a, a story um, from today to talk to you about. Um, first thing I, I'm going to bring up, um, I am willing to bet that 99% of the population is sick and tired of our government. And I said right at the beginning when I first started this that uh, I am not going to talk about politics. This is this is not going to be a political podcast. And basically, I don't think I this is, would be considered uh, talking about politics. Um, what I want to bring to your attention uh, and an idea to put in your head, uh, a seed for you to plant and grow, if you will. Uh, as I said, I'm sure 99% of the population is sick and tired of our government. Uh, and it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. I, I think we're all to the point where we're just sick of what's going on here. Uh, we think that our uh, elected officials need to do a much, much, much better job of making policies and regulations for the people. Um, and, and I think I've got a good way to bring people into office that will do a better job of, of uh, you know, serving the people. Um, we have way, way, way too many geriatrics in office who have been there for way too long. And they have totally forgotten that they serve us and not themselves. And they don't care about the people. The only thing they care about is lining their pockets. And and again, I think that is uh, people on both sides of the aisle. That we've got elected officials who have lost touch with reality. Who you know, basically don't care. They're, they are in office for what they can get out of it and not to serve the American people. And, and here's how we fix that. Um, you know, we've got people campaigning now. We've got uh, elections coming uh, over the next few years. And uh, when you're getting ready to make your decision on who's going to get your vote... It's time that we start looking at younger candidates. Uh, younger candidates with fresh ideas. Because the, the mold that we have on the bread in, in public office right now is, is insane. Um, and I know there are candidates out there who are going to want to make a difference. Um, they are going to have fresh new ideas. And they're probably going to have fresh new ideas on how we can work together and uh, become a more unified country again. And that's not going to happen with the 
senior citizens that we have in office now. Um, there are candidates like like I have mentioned out there. I know there are. Um, so do your research. Uh, we have gotten ourselves into a terrible mess, and this is the way to get us out of that mess. We need to take out the trash. Uh, again, I'm not leaning towards one side of the aisle or the other when I say this. Uh, there are people who have been in office too long on both sides of the aisle, and it's, it's time to rotate them out. Send them home. They need to be spending their declining years at home in a rocking chair and not be not in office, you know, lining their own pockets. Not they need we need people who are worried about the American people and and that's how it's gonna be done. Um we need to bring in some fresh meat. So please do your research. Um you know, find the younger candidates that are going to want to make a difference because they're out there. They are out there. The people and the people who have been in office for years and years and years too long, they they aren't giving us credit for being the smart people that we are. And it's time for people like that to go. It, it really is. Uh, I, uh, I've been sick and tired of what I've been seeing out of our elected officials for a few years now, and it's time to do something about that, okay? And, and that's how you do it. We need younger people in political office, um, people who will work for us, people who will bring new ideas to the table, new things for us to try, new ways for us to, you know, kind of get past some of this crap that's been thrown at us the last few years and, and hopefully bring us back together. And I think it's younger candidates that can do that. So, uh, again, as as you're preparing yourself for voting in, in your elections that are coming to your areas, keep that in mind. Look at the younger people. We need fresh ideas. We need fresh people. Um, you know, we need, we need to scrape the mold off the bread. So please keep that in mind. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is, um, and, and, you know, I, I like anybody who is going to listen to my podcast. I appreciate anybody. Uh, I, I love my audience and, uh, so glad that you're taking time out of your lives to listen to me ramble on. So I, I think that's great. Um, but I will say that I'm, I'm very happy that a large part of my listening audience, the largest part actually of my listening audience are people in my age range. Um, I, I think that, that people in my age range, uh, with the life experience that we have, you probably appreciate the things that I talk about a little bit more and, and understand them a little bit more than somebody who's who's younger. Uh, younger people, they think they've got the world figured out and, and you know, they don't need no help when it comes to to life lessons and things like that. And that's, that's understandable. You got to learn your own life lessons. Uh, but I, I like that, that the biggest part of my listener base is people my age. 
Um, so maybe you'll appreciate this uh, a little bit more than some of the younger people. But uh, is anyone else sick and tired of the made-up uh, redefining of words for their own language that the younger people are doing? I cannot stand that. Their use of fire as as for something that's cool and uh, day drinking, that just bothers the shit out of me. You don't say night drinking, do you? So there's no reason to say day drinking. If you're drinking, it doesn't matter what time of the day it is, you're just drinking. You don't need to say day drinking. Oh, and, and you know, there's there's going to be lots of them, you know, that, that you can come up with. I, I thought of... I thought of a couple others that I wanted to point out right before I got on here, and now, of course, I can't remember what they are, but I'm, I'm tired of this. You, you, you can't take words that have meant one thing for, for frickin' ever, for decades, and now all of a sudden they've got a different meaning. You can't do that. What else did I hear? There's, there's a social media one, especially one I've noticed on Twitter. Flex. Flex means to bend something, you know. Uh, flex, you flex, you, when you flex your arms, you're bending your arms. If something is flexing, that means it's bending. Now, apparently, the word flex means having a strong opinion about something. Just quit. And people who are over 35 who are using these things that the kids are making up you sound ridiculous quite honest with you that's that is something for teenagers up to 29 once you hit no I'm sorry I um, 34 once you're 35 that needs to go away and you need to Talk like an adult. God, I wish I could remember those other couple that I that I thought of. And as soon as I'm done recording, then then uh, they'll pop right back into my head like I'd never forgotten them in the first place. But come on, it's just it's irritating. And I I, I know what some of you might be thinking that. I'm the type of person who would be sitting out on the porch yelling at kids to get out, or people in general, to get off his lawn. And <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I won't argue with you. You, you can see me as Clint Eastwood's character in the movie Grand Torino, can you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess maybe I won't argue with you, but it's, it's, it's irritating. It's. Irritating. I, I. Oh, irritating is obviously, and the way my head works, you know, 10 second Tom here is I can't remember anything past 10 seconds. But please stop. It sounds ridiculous. Speak like an adult. So. The, the last thing this evening, 
um, was this is a cool story from work today. Um, I told you I work in the automotive industry. I'm not going to tell you exactly what I do, uh, what company I work I work for, or whatever. But I'm in the automotive industry. Um, we fix we fix people's vehicles. On the occasion that we get a vehicle in that has rust in the area that we specialize in in working, we unfortunately cannot do the repairs they need uh, because of, you know, safety standards. Uh, Well, we had an older gentleman in tonight, and, and... when I'm talking about rust, I don't mean like light surface rust or anything like that. I mean porous, pitted, holy rusted metal. We can't, we can't fix that. It has to be, it unfortunately has to be taken to a body shop. The rust repaired, and then when the rust is repaired, they can come back to us, and then we can finish the repairs we were going to make. We had an older gentleman in right at the end of the day today. Um, and his his vehicle was a little bit older. I, I don't remember right offhand how old it was. Um, but we started to disassemble his vehicle and we found rust on there, severe enough so that we could not um, do the repairs that we needed to do. So we, we talked to this gentleman and uh, tell him what was going on and he's like, Okay, I understand. I'll make the arrangements to get uh, this work taken care of. Uh, so then we actually we had to keep his vehicle overnight. We'll call a uh, a tow truck and have his have his vehicle taken to a body shop where he's going to have uh, the work done. Uh, so we needed to get this gentleman home. Usually, a lot of times we call an Uber and have an Uber take them home. Uh, one of my managers came to me and asked me if I would drive this gentleman home. So I said, sure, no, you know, no problem. Um, and he he gets in the vehicle and he is the nicest man, you know, ever that I have, that I've dealt with in a, in a very long time. Um, a smile on his face constantly. And we got to talk and he asked me questions if I was you know, a native to Arizona, and I told him where I'm from, and, and we talked a little, we bantered a little bit about that, and uh, uh, he, he asked me um, if life is good to me, if I have a good life, if I have a happy life, and that's a little bit of a double-edged sword for me. Um, I I cannot deny that I feel that I I do have you know I do have a pretty decent life. I've gotten to do lots of cool things. Um, I I've got a great job now that I am looking towards turning into a career. Um, you know, and I, I I told him a little bit of my past that I was an alcoholic for 12 years. I've been sober for 13 and a half years. And uh, I, I told him that life has been good to me, and I've I've got a good life. I said, but uh, the good things started rolling in a little bit later in life than I would have liked them. 
Um, I, I said, but uh, the good stuff doesn't start coming in on your time frame. The good stuff starts coming in when it's supposed to. And that's, you know, kind of what, what I, you know, what I feel. And uh, at one point, he kind of made some sort of uh, religious comment. And I'm not... You know, I'm I'm not a religious person. I I am spiritual. Um, and I do believe there is a God, but I don't believe that He and I have had the same thoughts of where my life should be and what should be happening in my life. And uh, but I don't. I don't begrudge anybody their views, whatever you want to believe in, uh, religiously or non-religiously or whatever you want is, is your, you know, is your beliefs, your beliefs are your beliefs, mine are mine, and, and I, obviously I didn't say anything to this gentleman, um, about that, uh, about not being a religious person or, or whatever, but I, I really enjoyed this conversation with this older gentleman today. Uh, he was he was positive and upbeat and happy and you know what that was really good to be around, even if just for a few minutes, you know. Um, when you are around positive people, positive, happy people, that rubs off on you. And to be honest with you, I, I think I, I needed that. I really needed that today. So it was great. And I could have easily told my manager that, no, I don't want to drive this guy home, call him an Uber. And, you know, I, I would have totally missed out on this 10 or 15 minute little conversation that actually lifted my spirits a little bit. Um, I used to think, and, and I'm embarrassed to say this now, being the person that I am today, I used to think that old people were a bother. And, you know, not just from my conversation today, but I don't feel that way anymore. Um, the elderly people today are some badass people. They lived through some crap that we will never see in, in our lifetime or will probably never be seen ever again. You know, um, so I, I enjoy getting to speak with elderly people now. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people who will never understand what life was like before cell phones and computers and technology. They'll never understand it. You know, um, they'll never understand what it was like to be in the summertime when you don't have to go to school, being shoved out the door pretty much right away in the morning and not needing, needing to be home until, you know, till it starts getting dark. They, they didn't worry about you, you know? Um, which, you know, growing up like that was, was great kids now. 
They're constantly got their nose in video games. They've constantly got their nose in cell phones. Um, TikTok, which is toxic, extremely toxic. There is no TikTok is going to be have a hand in the downfall of our civilization. You know, when one of the coolest things on TikTok is taking a big big drink of water and holding it in your mouth and you're slapping your loved ones across the face with a tortilla, there's something fucking wrong with that. Excuse my language, but oh my god. It's and I've talked about TikTok before on on my podcast but when when my back years and years ago when my sister and I were kids if we would have asked our parents to do this they would have sent us to our rooms and thought we'd lost our ever-loving freaking minds now parents and kids and I I get that it might be a good bonding experience but play a board game play a card game sit and have a conversation take a mouthful of water and then slap your mom or dad with a tortilla Jesus Ugh. but anyway I got off topic um, you know if, if, if you have the opportunity sit and have a, a conversation with, with an old person uh, older, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, elderly person. You know, some, some of the stories that they will tell you will probably blow your mind. One of my, one of my grandfathers, when he was a kid, he used to go what, he would used to do what he called hoboing. And what that was is he would find an open boxcar on a train, hop on, and just go where the train took him. You know, and then when it was time, when he was ready to come back home, he'd start walking and find a train and that was going the direction that he wanted to go, and he'd hop on that and ride home again. You would never catch anybody doing that these days. Uh, and and this gentleman, when when we we also talked about being in the service industry, you know, customer service and and serving the public, and and it could be anything, you know. He, he wasn't necessarily just talking um, the restaurant service type of service, but just being in, in customer service and dealing with the public and dealing with people and this and that, and and when. When we finally stopped in front of his house, he turned and looked at me with with this big smile on your face. He goes, it was nice to meet you. Thank you for your service. And you have a great rest of your night. And you know, you the little things in life, folks, are are the best. And and that was that was something very, very little, but our conversation probably, you know, lightened his day. It definitely did mine. And you know what? It was, it was something that, that I really enjoyed and, and really needed. Just a, a brief conversation 
with somebody where you you share ideas and and uh, you know put a smile on each other's face and then you go your separate ways. It's just there's there's something very very cool about that. Um, so that's it. Um, you know there there's there's not going to be any more midweek song of the week. I'm not going to do that anymore, but. If something like this pops up where I just have some, have a couple things that I might want to talk about, I think I'll probably jump on during the week in addition to my to my Sunday podcast. So, Spartans, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Have a great evening. As always, I am Spartacus. We'll see you Sunday. <laughs>